Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome back to That Triathlon Show, the podcast presented by scientifictriathlon.com. I'm your host, Michael, and this episode is Beginner Tip 23, where we will discuss open water swim training. First, a related episode, beginner tip number three, troubleshooting swim technique and swim training. Go back and listen to that if you haven't already. There are some things that are very relevant in that episode for this one as well, so do that. I'll link to it in the episode description as well. Basically, the exact same principles uh, summarized quickly uh, apply, and they are to always be training with structure and purpose and uh, train with various different speeds from uh, very slow to very fast and to train both technique and skills not uh, as well as uh, training fitness by doing hard intervals and not just choosing one or the other and uh, this is something that a lot of triathletes get wrong so they basically train without structure and purpose train only at one same speed uh, and they may claim that they have only one speed they train only training only technique or skills training or uh, fitness training but they don't do not do both so that is uh, a no-no in the pool as well as in the open water uh, you should definitely do the things that i mentioned first and not the mistakes that i mentioned second but uh I won't talk too much about the ones that are completely new to swimming and maybe even intimidated and very uncomfortable in the open water. That's uh, a bit of a different episode and we have talked about that in the past on that triathlon show. So I'll also link to the page where I have collected all swimming episodes uh, and that is linked to in the episode description. It is scientifictriathlon.com forward slash triathlon dash swimming if you want to go there directly there you can scroll down to some open water swimming interviews i've done where we talked about that but for these athletes if you are still very uncomfortable with the environment of course then you should first start by trying to adapt to that environment getting more comfortable in it getting comfortable swimming in your wetsuit things like that uh, but you can maybe you can still do it in a structured way so as a first goal get comfortable swimming breaststroke in the open water then starting incorporating uh, freestyle swimming then adding even some sighting and navigation and slowly progressing like that the learning curve is a bit longer but the same things still apply but uh, that's about it i won't talk too much about getting past that uh, that fear or if even if it's just discomfort in the open water, that's, as I said, a bit of a different episode. But uh, if you are one of those that uh, you, you can comfortably swim in the open water, but you just want to improve, then uh, as you get into the open water for your first few sessions of a season, you may start those couple of sessions by working mostly on uh, more skills, refining your open water technique, Add definitely add a few touch points of intensity as well, but uh, the priority can be getting your stroke efficient for the open water because it might be quite different from your pool stroke, especially depends on your conditions like how much chop and uh, how big waves you have and things like that. Uh, but you also want to. 
become very efficient at sighting and uh, navigate accurately and you want to get used to swimming in the wetsuit and uh, not just let your body hang but actually engaging the core even though you have your wetsuit to keep you buoyant in in the water because that engagement of the core is important still for swimming as fast as possible so to work on the first thing that I mentioned, getting an efficient open water stroke, you do that all the time. Every single stroke is another learning opportunity. It doesn't matter if you go fast or slow. The second point, sighting and navigation. I recommend never swimming even just one meter in the open water without having a direction, a course, a landmark that you shoot for, even in your super easy cool down after a workout. Pick out an object or a building on the beach uh, or something like that and uh, do that super easy cool down swim straight towards that. Keep sighting, keep navigating. Most triathletes are not in the open water anywhere near enough to be able to afford skipping out on, on even a single workout segment being without navigation. This is how you can make your open water swims very high return on investment if you do these little things right. The third point that I mentioned about the skills, getting used to swimming in the wetsuit and still engaging your core. Again, the same thing applies here that every stroke is another learning experience. So just focus on that, whether you're swimming easy or swimming fast. Okay, so in those first few sessions, even if uh, you work on uh, on more mostly skills and less on fitness, you will still need to have some structure to them. So that structure structure can, for example, be you setting up a course for yourself. I don't mean that you have to set out buoys in the water or anything like that. It can just be that you pick out a few landmarks that you want to navigate towards. And uh, they can form, it can be just back and forth even along the beach, but make sure that you always have those landmarks. Ideally, it is better if you have a three point course like a triangle, uh, because it makes it a bit more varying and challenging. But uh, you should have you should have landmarks. So set yourself a course and uh, and start by swimming that course uh, at an easy effort and just getting used to the mechanics of regularly sighting and getting accurate at navigating. And uh, then as you've completed one lap, you can recover a bit and then repeat. And then as you get more comfortable, you start to, to add a bit more speed, increasing the effort a bit and uh, for every lap. And uh, then that's it, basically. So, so you learn to incorporate that uh, sighting mechanics in even faster swimming as well. But uh, yeah, as I said, do do it as uh, several laps. It's just as in the pool, it almost never... Uh, with a few in- exceptions, it, but it rarely makes sense to do a straight 1,500-meter swim. Uh, the same goes for open water swimming. It's much better to uh, choose a 300-meter course and do it five times. And of course, it doesn't matter if it's 300 meters or 246 or 387 and three quarters of a meter. It's, uh, it's the, the ID that counts. Then, once you have done this sort of workout a couple of times, you are already starting to get into the area of diminishing returns from not really pushing yourself that much and swimming really hard. So we need to start introducing hard efforts. 
but, and this is a big but, you will still be sighting, navigating, you'll still be working on adapting your stroke to the conditions of the open water and to swimming well in the wetsuit. If uh, you're training for a wetsuit swim, of course, if you're not and your climate allows you to swim train without a wetsuit in the open water, then that's better because uh, train as you race is uh, should always be an important catchphrase for you. So even now, when you start to work harder, you will still be working on a course, even if it's just a back and forth, but with a couple of landmarks and always be navigating towards them. And there really is an infinite number of good workouts that you could do. You could really take just any good pool workout and translate it for the open water but to give you a couple of examples you could do straightforward intervals for example swimming several 200 meter repeats uh, at uh, a hard effort tread water for 20 seconds or so after each interval and uh, then go into the next hard 200 so that's, uh, that's basically the same thing that you would do in the pool, and you can do that in the open water, but you just tread water as recovery. So a second alternative could be to, to alternate some hard and easy intervals. So you could do two hard 200 meter intervals with that 20 second rest, and then go into an easy 200. Then two hard again, and then an easy 200 again, and so on, for however long you want to. And then another example is you can do fart leg workouts. And this is something that is rarely done in the pool. But in the open water, it's uh, really easy and good to do these kinds of workouts. And uh, I like to do them by counting strokes. So for example, uh, I might go 10 strokes hard, 40 easy. 20 hard, 30 easy. 30 hard, 20 easy. 40 hard, 10 easy. And then back down again and then rest for a bit and repeat. So so that's how you can vary. You've, you get a great variation there and try to go really hard when, when it's supposed to be hard and really easy when it's supposed to be easy. Get a big contrast between the two speeds and that's how you make the most out of that type of workout. So in conclusion, always work on navigation and sighting. Always work on stroke mechanics and open water skills. And just as in the pool, do not swim at just an easy or moderate output at all times. That gives you a very low return on investment. If you want to make your workout count, you need to put the work in. And you need to be adding hard swimming to your open water swim sessions, just as in your pool swims. Again, the related episodes that I mentioned, first the beginner tip number three, troubleshooting swim technique and swim training, linked to in the episode description. Then we have a lot of other swimming episodes really introduced on that triathlon show that you may enjoy, and I've gathered all of them on scientifictriathlon.com forward slash triathlon dash swimming, and again, that, that page is linked to in the show notes. There you can hear interviews with uh, people like Paul Newsom, David Pease, Jerry Rodriguez, Rory Buck, Kevin Koskella, Brenton Ford, etc. So there are a lot of really good interviews and episodes there. Again, that's linked to in the episode description. If you enjoy these beginner tips and you enjoy this podcast in general, please, please, please take a moment to rate and review it on iTunes. Do not leave this uh, up to others. You take the lead here, just like uh, quite a few others have done, but uh, not enough considering uh, the rate 
the percentage of reviews to to listens in my opinion so i think there's room to improve here and a massive thanks to people that have reviewed for in may in the united states for example we had john hayes anson the gnome uh, nj bill m Friesen, and uh, a lot of other reviewers in other countries uh, for example john hayes writes great information five stars Michael really knows how to distill the important information down to an excellent, efficient podcast. I really appreciate the quality and effort he puts into the information he shares. One of the best triathlon podcasts out there. And John, this uh, really was uh, meant so much to me when I read this uh, this review, as do all of your reviews, uh, because every single one represents uh, a person, a real triathlete with a real life that has gained real value from listening to these podcasts, and that my goal but uh, the validation for that is in these kinds of reviews so thank you so much john and to anybody who hasn't yet done that please take a moment to rate and review please share with your friends and those make those things when you do them make all the hours that i spend creating this podcast worth it all and that's what motivates me to keep going and hopefully keep going for a long long time Thank you, as always, for listening. Keep training smart and keep loving triathlon.